strong voice. Just go like that a lot. Just go like that a lot. And all the whores and politicians will look up and shout, Save us. And I will whisper, No. (laughs) This... I mean, I hope you know you listen to a podcast. Quite, if you put the wrong thing on, it'd be quite a worrying thing to <laughs> just, listen to, wouldn't it? On, your, on the train to the way to work, and suddenly that comes over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's happened? Um, <laughs> this is the science fiction rating system, a podcast that aims to rank every science fiction film from one <laughs> to infinity. Uh, I'm your host this week. My name's Sam Draper, and it's my birthday, so I picked the film. Whoop, whoop. And I have picked Watchmen to watch with my good buddies, Alex. Hello. And Chris. Hello. We're all men watching The Watchmen. That, that was the time oh, okay. to say. I'm just following on from your train of speech. I thought you were getting sort of raw shark, sort of like right wing personality going yeah. there. You're gonna... Man does podcasts, talks about men. <laughs> yeah. Other men yeah. listen to podcasts, everyone yeah. laughs. Good joke, drum roll. There you go. <laughs> good, good stuff. Um, yeah, so this week we're watching Watchmen, which. Uh, I chose because at Christmas we found out that Chris had watched the Watchmen TV series and quite mm. enjoyed it, mm. but had never seen the Watchmen film, mm. um, which has got to be a pretty unique perspective to have, really. Yeah. Um, um, so it'd be interesting to see about that. And you've not seen the TV series, have you, Alex? No. Is that right? Have you seen that? No. And, and Chris, I mean, not related, really. you haven't read the graphic novel, have you? No. No. Right. Okay, so let's see. So, Chris, so yeah, you've not, not seen this film before, have you? No, no. Uh, and I say I'd watched the TV show, and mm-hmm. just because someone recommended it to me, and I was like, oh, don't you need to know what Watchmen is? Or, and I don't know whether there was some, there's probably lots of Easter eggs in the TV show, which kind of I didn't get mm. um, inevitably, mm. uh, but I, I, th- the TV show is brilliant, by the way, and they won't be making any more of it, unfortunately. Right. Um, uh, the, yeah, the weird so, thing about them is, is that there's a, a big plot point mm. that is left out of the film that's in the comic that the TV series has in it. So that's mm. weird. Yeah. The ending's different. So, um, yeah. Alex, what's your experience with The Watchmen? Uh, so I read the comic and love it. I think it's brilliant. I like comics anyway, but that is up there with like the best definitely uh and i saw the film a long time ago but i actually watched this uh i watched this very recently because it got released uh for the 10th anniversary last year um Mm -hmm. and it's the uh it's called this version is called the ultimate cut it runs at three hours and 35 minutes it combines the director's cut with the animated tales of the black freighter which is uh, obviously, you know, you know Sam, but Chris wouldn't know what that is. But it's something from the comic. Um, and oddly, the comic within a comic. Yeah, oddly, Gerard Butler does the voice of the captain, yeah. and it's funny because um, Zack Snyder wanted him to be in the film but couldn't find anywhere for him, and then put him in uh, that. But um, yeah, so I watched that extremely long version quite recently and reviewed it for Love Horror. Uh, yeah, so I'd seen this, and I watched it again, again. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so I've seen this quite a few times. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I've also seen it quite a lot. I I also read the comic, bloody loved it. As Lucy reminded me today, when I first met her, I was obsessed with it, apparently. I forgot being that open to it, but yes, I was very, very into Watch. Watchmen's like one of those things that, um, you know, a 20-year-old, 20, early 20s man is, is pre, preconditioned to enjoy, I think, especially if you've grown up with Batman or whatever. Mm. Um, 
And yeah, like it's very, very revered. Mm. Um, mm. It's the only graphic novel to make it onto the lots of top 100 books lists, things like that. Mm. Um, and for a reason, because it is brilliant. And I would recommend anyone to go and read the comic because it is unlike any other yeah. comic. Um, and really good. Yeah, so I was very excited for this film to come out and went and saw it. And I've seen it quite a few times since. Mm. So let's not read anything else at this point and get into it. Um, it is a long film anyway. Mm. And there's a lot going on, but I'll try and go through it as best as possible. Basically, it is a murder mystery, isn't it, at its core at the yeah. start. Uh, the comedian is dead. The comedian is a superhero who is murdered at the start of the film. And I think even this early, you can kind of get the idea whether you're going to be on board of it or not, because... Mm. Zack Snyder, the director, has got a very distinct style, I'd say. Yes. Mm. Um, he loves slow motion. <laughs> he loves... He loves. I think of him as like... He's like a sort of a, a dark Wes Anderson. Like, not as in like dark and edgy, but like... Mm. He's like a... Bro, like, he loves... Like, he loves practical sets. Yeah. And he loves lots of detail in it. And mm. Very well-organised stuff like that. And like making like a tableau you can freeze on yeah. and watch it in slow motion, stuff like that. Mm. For better or worse. Um what what are you both? How do you feel about Zack Snyder as a director, Chris? Are you? Yeah, I agree with all that. It's like very particular things he does right. I mean, mm. it became very of this time. I think this sort of epic look take on comic book stuff. Mm. Yeah, because um, this would have been the same sort of era as like Nolan was doing Batman. I guess. Yes, this mm. is a year after Dark Knight. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so. You know, it's, I don't know, is it, this is a a heyday of comic book films, probably? Like, this is a... Yeah. I mean, the thing Zack Snyder is doing as well, very specifically, Mm. is he, I mean, he mentions a lot of interviews that he he had a script, but he ignored it, and he walked around with the comic, Mm. and he used the frames of the comic as the reference for the Mm. film. Yeah. And I think that, even from from this early on, the film... Yeah. Is obsessed with the look of the mm. comic, isn't and, it? But you agree with that, Alex? Yeah. Like it's so yes. yeah. enthralled of what the comic looks and like. And that's what Zack Snyder gets right as a director, and it's what he did with Three Hundred. And I yeah. think where Zack Snyder as a director goes wrong is when you watch Sucker Punch, which the plot of that is the misogynistic, like sexist bullshit. But visually, it is amazing. Like there are, have you mm. seen Sucker Punch? Either of you? I have. Yeah. yeah so like those mm. massive action sequences where you've got these weird, obscure remixes of songs basically playing, yeah. and it's just these epic. It's just like you're watching a computer game, doesn't it? It's yeah. the ideas and the visuals are amazing, but the story is terrible. And I think, mm. unfortunately, Zack Snyder got more popular. His films made more money, and he was given more control. And he thought he could write the stories, or he could write the scripts and that's where he started to fall down all of his dc stuff is just it's just crap because he can't yeah you can you can still pause man of steel and see an amazing image and batman versus superman Mm. you can still see those images but his scripting and his stories Mm. if he doesn't copy source material it just doesn't work he's a visual that's it you're right the the thing that's wrong with dc films exactly is that if he'd made dark knight returns for instance Mm. and copied that panel for panel he'd probably done a much better job at it but left Mm. his own devices yeah it's just not great um but yeah one of the ways that the comic book is kind of uh very early on i think it's a really clever thing with the with the credits this film you get kind of the backstory of two generations of superheroes um with bob dylan um Times are changing, playing over it, which is in the comic. I think that's that's yeah. So the songs from the comic as well, and like just lots of 
like really well made, I think, mm. still shots mm. of things from the comic. You see the Minutemen, who yeah. are the first generation yeah. of superheroes, yeah. who um, they, that all goes wrong. Then you get the Watchmen after that, and they go wrong because the Keen Act comes in, which gets mm. rid of them. And in in what like four minutes, you've got yeah. a pretty good idea. You're caught up with the world, yeah. aren't you? Do you like yeah. Chris, I think give you that backstory is quite good because I think in the TV show, yeah, you have to glean this sort of information over the period of the show so i i kind of had an idea what was going on in the tv show by the end of it but they then there's some episodes of the tv show where they go like back in time and it's all done in the past to how you get to like this alternate reality yeah so so this worked for you did it you got a lot from this in yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. and it's it's, good it's clever how he puts in like the iconic image of the like the sailor kissing the the nurse, but it's done as like the silk. Um, no, not silk spectre. What's her face? Uh, silhouette. One of the heroes yeah. kissing another woman, and then you've got yeah. like the kind of famous like the hippie putting the flower in the gun, but then the guns all fire. Like, I think he's good. How there were quite a few lookalikes throughout the film. Like, there's an Annie yeah. Leibovitz lookalike and that like, Warhol, and but he doesn't the go Nixon like. One's awful. Yeah, the Nixon one is awful, <laughs> but most of the lookalikes, they're not like, oh, Mr. Andy Warhol, how are you? Welcome to my club. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's there if you see it. And in a way, I think there's certain images and certain people that we're all familiar with without even knowing. They're part of, uh, mm. they're part of like the, the zeitgeist of history. And because mm. this plays on that and throws them at you, you're kind of, you, you see it more as a real world. It really feels like a work, like it feels real, this film, I think. It's a well, very it's Because well they really link it in with like real laws. They yeah. talk about real things that happened. Yeah. How, you know, amendments and, yeah. they, you know, they, that's what I think makes it real. They kind of did that a little bit with X-Men, like, because they do talk yeah. about the politics of, hmm. of that as well, the which is interesting. Yeah. 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 No, I yeah. think it, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's good. I mean, it's all borrowed from the comic again, but yeah. also I think he's he's bitten off more. I mean, like, because originally the script that was handed around in Hollywood for years updated Watchmen to modern day, oh. and he said, "No, I want to do it in the eighties." Mm. Which obviously, when it was written, all those reference points were fresh people's mind. Mm. But he's done a good job, I think, mm. of showing a twenty tens or or two thousands audience mm. something that was at that point quite dated. And like mm. you know, it's sometimes a bit ham fisted with the Reagan thing, yeah. which. Mm. You know, in in the comic, that's just you see in the background a paper saying Reagan to run in eighty eight or whatever. I think that's a bit over the top, but a lot of it, I think, he does do a really good job of building. Like you know, the, the thing we said, like Nixon runs for a third term, mm. that tells you so much straight away, doesn't yeah. it? That Nixon's not only in power, but he's also broken the rule of two terms of, yeah. of as a president. Yeah. In, in a second, you've got so much about the world built there. It's a really mm. really clever way mm. of yeah. getting you in because the the problem with Watchmen is. Is that it's just it's too much story for a film, isn't it? Yes. That's the problem, I think. Yeah. Um, like the way the comic book is is laid out, it's, it's like, like a whole it, series of X Men films. Like, yeah, exactly in one. Yeah, the comic is twelve issues, and half of those are like the backstory ones, and half of the current story. Mm. So really, it should have been the TV series, shouldn't it? Yeah. But this wasn't um, made at that. I mean, if this had been, if they were coming to this now, yeah, it would have been a Netflix, you know, series. Yeah, definitely. Think, yeah. But he doesn't do it that. I mean, I do think yeah. we're not there yet, but I do think there is a, a bit of a dip in the middle of this film. I personally feel there's a... Well, massively, yeah, I agree. <laughs> and, I'm, and it's around um, two of the characters that you, I just feel yes. a bit like, oh, I'm not that bothered with this. But Who are the, who are the worst in the comic as well, yeah. to be honest. But, 
Um, anyway, so at the start it's good because we've got the comedian's dead. Love the comedian anyway; he's a great character. Um, not love him as in agree his views. Like, <laughs> but then Rorschach turns up, and Rorschach is also a great character. And I think of all the characters in the comic, this guy captures the comic book character yeah. the most perfectly. I mean, I think he's he's got this weird way of talking, like mm. we've both imitated already, um, which you don't explain; you just have to go with it. Yeah. Which you know. Again, is I think odd if you don't know the comic, maybe mm. like because Raw Sharks not they wear Raw Shark mask in the other series, don't they, Chris? And the mm. they the police did the police wear them? Um, the police wear masks. Yeah, they're not Raw Shark, are they? They dislike no. 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 Um, I think it's a yeah, vigilante, anti-vigilante type thing, isn't there? Yeah, it's a, a storyline in the TV. But yeah, so show. he he's taking it upon himself to investigate the comedian's murder, basically, and find out what's going on. And we follow mm. him for the first bit of the film. Um, uh, and it like intercuts between that and then you're seeing Night Owl, um, who is just, I mean, he's a boring character. I think he's boring on purpose. But you're, <laughs> yeah. you're cutting to him talking to the old Night Owl yeah. and sort of getting the world built up. Mm. Um, what do you think about, like, so you're, you're in it now, aren't you, basically, straight away? Yeah. Mm. Like, from here onwards, and now I think, Alex, I think it dips already for me. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> in terms cool. of engagement. Like, do you not think it's a bit slow already? Um, no, I think I was... I know the bit where it dips for me. It dips after the that Dr. Manhattan bit because I think that is yes. just so amazing. Like, I could just... So I think what, what works in Watchmen is you're almost watching... It's like you're watching five different films. You're watching, yeah. like, the love story between Night Owl and um, Silk Spectre 2... You're watching the Raw Shark film, which is like a kind of really ultra violent Batman kind of dark, mm. you know. And he's got because he, yeah. he does everything. He has his, he has like a voiceover. It, like his, it's almost different when he's in it. There's a kind of a mm. Doctor Manhattan film just sitting in the middle of this whole thing, just on its own. There's that moment that's almost like a whole. His whole story is like its own little film, mini film. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, like you say, you've got this kind of the murder mystery, and also you've got like the comedian's life shown in flashbacks and I, I think they're all a bit different and they all kind of work slammed together I think to me where it dips is when you just get too much Night Owl and Silk Spectre it's kind of yeah. in the middle when Rorschach gets captured and then you just seem to have a lot of Silk Spectre and Night Owl and it gets a bit boring and also yeah. that fight, I mean we're skipping ahead but that prison break bit is a bit now a cliche, I mean maybe at that point yeah, it didn't yeah. feel, it felt fresh but that feels very much like Every superhero film now. Um, well, let's let's go through them like that, shall we? Like, might as well go look at them all individually like that because they're all quite interesting things. I think, like Raw Shark, who's the first, and like you say, Raw Shark's kind of like he's a he's like a Batman takeoff, basically, but yeah. in a really interesting way because like he's this like disgusting, like right wing ultra uh, fascist sort of. He hates mm. he, like it, another bit when he goes like about Vite, possibly homosexual. Must look into this because <laughs> yeah. he hates the idea of that and. Um, <laughs> And, he, and like he, he, they always make reference to how bad he smells and he's yeah. cold beans out the tin and stuff like that. Because he just he is singularly obsessed with the concept of justice, yeah. Um, like a, like a Batman character, but he's the real version of it where he'll like snap people's fingers to get information mm-hmm. and yeah. doesn't care about anyone other than like getting to this point of yeah. like if you've done wrong, you have to be punished for it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think don't you think the guy's he's really good, isn't yeah. he? I think the guy who plays him in this, yes, he's, he is, yeah. Um, yeah. Did you, Chris? Did you realise who he was in the background? No. In the early. Oh yeah, scenes. the funeral. Did you know he was there with, with the, the card, yeah. the placard? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, and he's also outside yeah. the restaurant when they're eating their dinner. He's standing, yeah. he's looking at them through the window. 
from the, yeah. in the restaurant. It's like he's in a quite more things than you th- than you think. Right. Isn't that a weird thing though? Like, and that's the the thing with this film because it's so it is mm. so in in thrall to the comic mm. that if you know the comic, you you you've, you've kind of pre watched it. Yeah. It's such a weird thing. Mm. Like things like that where like you know it's all sharp because you know it is if you read the comic. Yeah. But obviously. Like more than a lot of films, we're watching two different films here, aren't mm. we? Even from the first time you watch it, mm. because like having not read the comic, it's a completely different thing. Yeah. And a lot of things that adapt stuff, like like plenty of adaptations you've watched, mm. do enough to change the rhythms of it or the characters yeah. that you've still got that surprise thinking. Well, is it the same? Is it the same? But with yeah. this, there's no doubt it's the same until yeah. the end. You know it's mm. the same thing, which is <laughs> such a strange. Like I mean, it almost makes you think. Like what? Who's he making it for? Because you know, like. Is it is there value in watching a comic come to life on a screen like that? Well, that's I, that's interesting. I mean, a, a lot of the stuff I read that the, they bought the rights to this, and a lot of people said it was like Terry Gilliam was involved, and he said it was unfilmable. Yeah, it's, it's impossible. There's yeah. no way of making this. And I guess Zack Snyder worked out the way to make it. But yeah, mm. as you say, just is that it. valid? Is that a valid form? I mean, Chris, yeah. it, was it? Does it work as a film? Do you think? It does, but I I think the more I was watching it, the more, as we said, like there's so many different strands. Mm. Yeah. And it is a lot more suited to the TV format, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's two, there's a lot of stories, there's lots yeah. of characters. Um, it, you know, it maybe should have been one of them ones where it was conceived to be a trilogy and yeah. they just probably only should should have told some of it. I mean, the, um, the problem you've got as well is that he, he's even sticking to the format of the comics of going mm. um, current storyline, backstory, current yeah. story, backstory. Because mm. a film like grinds to the halt repeat, repeatedly because you go mm. into these long extended sequences of finding out why someone is who they yeah. are, mm. um, which some are more interested than others. But the pacing of it is mm. just all over the place. Yeah. Like Because after all, Shark, you meet like Vite who's Ozymandias, you don't know that at this point, mm. unless you do, um, <laughs> who is like the... Oh, no, no, sorry, no, you, Ozymandias, you do know, he knows, he's yeah. come out and he's told the world, hasn't he, who he yeah. is? Um, and he's like a billionaire, and he's like, he's sort of the other side of the Bruce Wayne coin in a way, like he's mm. the kind of the, the billionaire philanthropist, he's made a fortune, not from philanthropy, from selling action figures, um, and he's a big bad guy in the end. But like the idea is that like, nobody knows he's the bad guy, and they're trying to protect him as well. Mm. And I think the guy who plays him, he's, I, I think Night Owl's terrible, mm. I think Doctor Manhattan isn't very good, but I think the guy who plays Ozymandias, I think he does a good yeah. job of like, yeah, yeah, that kind of foppish like mm. he's, he's obsessed. Well, like Ozymandias, he's obsessed with like Greece, you know, ancient yeah. Greece, and that kind mm. of mm. yeah. He's I think that he's good to watch. The one thing I think is very very well done in this film is that the people who are in it, all the all the actors, none of them are really well known. I mean, obviously some yes. of them are more well known now, uh, like yeah. uh, the comedian because he was in Walking Dead. But I think. The casting is great because you don't just sit there going, oh, it's Tom Cruise or, oh, it's so-and-so. And And that means that they do become the characters. And, yeah, as much as you could say, oh, it's because Patrick Wilson is boring, Night Out, is he a bad actor or is it just a boring character? Night Out's crap as well. And he's just really good at being (laughs) that boring character. Like, I I mean, I do think that's where this gets it right. Another since then... Marvel, you know, I love Marvel, but where they just keep casting these huge, big, famous actors, big actors yeah. then it becomes yeah. about the actor and not the character. And these characters are too good. You don't need a personality over the top. You no, know, you're right. The one thing I think that breaks down though is the next one we meet is Doctor Manhattan, who mm. 
my what I think of as Doctor Manhattan is not this character at all. Like mm. he's, he's so uh, the way he acts and soft spoken stuff. I mean, Doctor Manhattan is kind of he's the biggest leap of faith you've got to make because he's the only character in it who is an actual yeah a science a science fiction creation. Really, he's why you can mm. put in the list because without yeah. him, Watchmen is a film about a bunch of people dressing up in yeah. capes. It's yeah. not a science fiction film. Doctor Manhattan, there's this big flashback where he gets explained his experiment's gone wrong, his atoms are thrown apart. He's rebuilt as this guy who he's the Superman analog because he's all powerful. Mm. Um, but we're kind of getting to like the downside of that. I Doctor Manhattan is an interesting character as a thing. What do you think about the well, Chris? First of all, Doctor Manhattan, are you go? Do you buy this? Are you going with it? Do you think they explain it enough to like the way that you like this is okay or is it too ridiculous? Or it's a lot to take in, but I was kind of with it. I was, yeah. I was staying there with it. As you said, it. I think there's a lot of analogues to other things. And I was so I was kind of, I kind of had the outline of what this character is. Yeah. Um, and I think it's told quite well in the TV show as well. So I kind of understood what this character was. But I'm, oh, yeah, I'm with you. I don't think the performance is mm. so good. No. Yeah. I mean, the idea is he's meant to be like, He's so distracted from human life. There's yes. bits spaces like you're a flea under my foot or whatever, and yeah, yeah. that he's kind of, you know, ascended. But I think there's a better way of showing it than just having like a be a bit kind of weak. I didn't really buy <laughs> yeah, yeah, Alex. Yeah. What do you think? Like, yeah. when I read the comic, I never thought of him acting like this. Like, no, I know really. what you mean. He, he comes across a bit kind of mopey and a like bit he's not like there. yeah. Like, I don't, I don't hate his performance. I think, unfortunately, I didn't think it looked as good as I remembered it looking. Yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't think the effects had stood up. His mouth doesn't really match the mouth, and it, it, it's a pity because I think because it is just this effect. He is just a big blue naked bloke, um, <laughs> um, and uh, like I like that this film is an eighteen as well. That like you get to see his his Willie wanging around. You, there's a lot of yeah. violence in it. <laughs> I like that they didn't try and tone that down to to appeal to people. I yeah. think that's really good as well. Again, that's like. Credit to Zack Snyder. Um, I don't. I don't mind his pause. I just that that sequence, that bit with it's like, is it's Philip Glass, isn't it? Like when he yeah, tells his story, I just think that is like. I just thought. I just think it's amazing that bit. And his, I, I quite yeah. like the sound of his voice over that. Yeah. Like the yeah, way yeah. he narrates it, that kind of weird, like yeah, this kind of disconnected kind of voice. I think that works so well. Um, yeah, yeah, it's but yeah, effect. but yeah, I, I think a better actor could have made it even better. Um, yeah, but again, I don't. You are right there. That that origin is paced so well. Oh. The way it like builds and builds yeah. and the cutting all that stuff. It's and I really like the guy who plays Wally, whatever his name yeah. is. The, you know, his assistant. Yeah, um, he's good. Yeah, that that scene when he's on the TV program and he's going like, you know, oh, I didn't. Yeah. What would it be like for you, yeah. if you if you're scared? If you're scared, God walks among us. Then yeah. you're right. You're only human to be scared. Such a brilliant. Scene. Yeah, and it's mm. such an interesting um, idea. And the whole thing, like basically that they win America wins Vietnam because this giant yeah. blue God turns up and starts killing people. And then yeah. like, basically, I mean like, cause it, they, cause I read that there's 51 stars on the flag because Vietnam is mm. the 51st state, basically like this. Yeah. They're even going to that level that they now run Vietnam yeah. and stuff like that. Like it's kind of, a, a, yeah, it's an interesting, co- I mean, I think a better actor would have made it even better, but as I say, I would have hated if it had been a name and then I would have been distracted yeah. by, oh, look, that's, um, well, it would have been bloody, uh, what's his chops, wouldn't it? Who does every motion capture thing in existence. 
Oh, Circus. Andy, Andy Circus. Circus would, it would have been yeah. him. So, it's not um, a lot of frame for it, has he? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I kind um, of, I let him off because I'd rather it was someone yeah. not famous than... And also, I think if you were going to change the format of it, you, you could very easily lean too far into Dr. Manahan because yeah. he's, because the clockwork thing's so cool and like everything's going with him. But it is nice that they do like, they're reserved with it and... Yeah. And also they don't shy away from the fact that like he's a, he's a twat like he's oh, a, yeah. he's, a, he's a villain yeah. like above all else you know yeah. which takes us on to the comedian who is the other sort of the main one uh, the main one who um played by what's his name Jeffrey Dean something Dean Wright Jeffrey. no that's what I was... <laughs> I've got I've got it written down Jeffrey Dean Morgan Morgan yeah, yeah. who again like him and Rorschach are the two that really yeah. capture the ones in the comic for me, and and as you say it helps you to know at this point. Obviously, he's Negan now, so everyone knows him from that. But like, I mean, he the the comedian is my favorite character because like he's just so fascinating. Mm. The fact he's like terrible, but I love the the idea of like you know he says it's all a joke, yeah. and like yep. that he's just a dude who realizes that we are all awful, yeah, yeah, and we are all going to kill ourselves mm. because we are like that's mm. the real world that's going to happen, and he just accepts that and for like. And so, and so, for good or bad, he's just him. Mm. And and if you say to him, "Well, why, why, you know, why are you raping this woman, or why are you shooting the the woman of the the mother of your child in Vietnam?" Mm-hmm. He just goes, "Well, it's all a joke." And yeah. you can't. There's no combat for that. And it's such no. a. Oh, I, I just love him. It's such a fantastic character, and I love that they don't that they keep that. Yeah. And in a way, you get it from the film, don't you? you get that mm. from the film, mm. don't you think? Like Chris, you yeah. get that from the comedian. That, yes, that's his, yeah, yeah, that was a good explanation of that. Yeah. And yeah. he kind of during That's his MO. at that funeral scene, and they all have their own flashbacks. He kind of calls out each character because, like you say, yeah, when yeah. when he shoots that pregnant woman, and and Doctor Manhattan's like, "Oh God, why did you do that?" And he's like, "Well, you could have just made the, the the gun disappear. You could have done this. You could have brought it back to life. You didn't yeah. do it. You're just as yeah. bad as me. Like, don't have a go at me. You you could have saved her. Why didn't you? Like, and he's kind of yeah. he's so in. They don't, you don't normally get a character that like you say that evil, but that is actually almost the conscience of the other characters. Like mm, he yeah. kind of calls every everyone out, even um, well, he's, even his daughter, even her. He kind of yeah. it's because of him that because of his involvement with her mum, she even she comes to a deeper realization about her mum and about the past and about you know yeah all that stuff. Like, and he's the only one who he's he is the comedian and. Manhattan obviously still working for the government and even like it's implied a comedian is still like a government mm. agent even now so he's the only one who's still actually in the cape and a superhero yeah. but also he's the only one who who never wore the cape in the first place he was always yeah. just honest about himself and the rest of yeah. them all retired but they're still hiding behind this like oh mm. you know we were this great thing yeah. and you know oh you know I'm not the the you know my mum wasn't raped and then shacked yeah. up with the rapist which that I don't like that storyline I don't think there's any don't no. need that I think mm. the comedian is already what yeah. he is without that um, yeah, there's a few but, strands you don't need in the whole film, but it's kind of as a collection. I think it holds together. Mm, like mm. there's enough. Yeah, there's just so much, isn't there? Yeah, there is. it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I, I mean, like, yeah. I don't know if you did tie even if, if you told it like sequentially. So if you did start in the early period and then went forwards, didn't have the flashbacks. I don't know if mm. it would have the same payoffs at the end. But then equally, no, no, when no. I think about it, like watching it this time, having watched it quite recently, I couldn't really see any bits that I would just completely cut out. I couldn't really... Yeah. I mean, maybe, like I say, maybe Rorschach getting captured and then getting let... let like that pris- Maybe getting brought out again. But I'm assuming that that's an action sequence to give you like, oh, look, some action. Like, 
Well, I mean, I think you're right. That could go because that that bit, then the getting the bank, gang back, sorry, getting the gang back together, mm. that is when it, it it falls into the formula of a superhero yeah. movie for me, and it does fall apart yeah. because. Um, I mean, let's go through the last two main ones because that would take us into that. Is Night Owl and Stalk Spectre? Who Night Owl, as we've discussed already, is dull. He's like the kind of the good, <laughs> the the you know the um, the face of it, isn't he? Really, yeah. he's like the nothing. But he was always just a good guy who got the got the bad guy yeah. and was mm. just bland. Yeah, but uh, but and he's meant to. He's the audience surrogate in a way, I think, isn't he? Like Rorschach's half of us, mm. but Night Owl is like. The human, he's a human in the world of superheroes, isn't yeah. he? He's not super clever like Vite. He's not a, a blue man like Manhattan. No. He's not a psychopath like Rorschach. No. And he's not the comedian. He's not dead. <laughs> so <laughs> so he's us. Um, yeah. But that's for better or worse because there's so much of him and mm. he's so boring. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really, the, the romance with him and Silk Spectre, the best thing about that is the fact that Chicky's going back to Manhattan. He's like, you're going to tell me that I'm out of here. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. you just slept with so-and-so. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's quite a, a good thing but like what do you think about these I don't I don't like them what do you think it's hard on board with this too or? yeah it's hard isn't it mm. like you say they've got to be there in a way but it's not that interesting and yeah I think you could I think you need the Silk Spectre 2 character because I think the stuff yeah. with her mum and then the comedian and all that and Dr Manhattan she's more integrated but yeah maybe you could have even not got rid of Night Owl but you could have had him a lot lot less in it like, I don't know if you need that. Like you say, that romance storyline is not that interesting. And it's a bit of a weird kind of happy ending payoff at the end. Like, oh, they're just in this relationship and maybe they'll go out and be mm. superheroes. And it's it's not really... But the comic does that, though. Yeah, I know. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, and it's not really... It is a bad ending. It's not... Yeah. Um, I suppose, though, like, if you didn't have much of him, you'd just have a lot of horrible characters doing horrible stuff and not... Yeah. Might be a bit tough, I suppose. I yeah, maybe. Maybe, yeah. I don't, know. I don't know. It's hard. I mean, Silk Spectre is more interesting, but like, and also, it doesn't help. That, like, when Silk Spectre goes to see her mom, the makeup, the aging on the, the yeah. old Silk Spectre is awful, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, like in Back to the Future, future. Two. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Jinx. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's true. That kind of stuff takes out out of me. And also, missed a bit. I wanted to mention was you know when they go to Vietnam, mm. the comedian and. Doctor Manhattan, and he and obviously he's recalling. He plays like Flight of the Valkyries there, doesn't he? So mm. he's going from Apocalypse Now thing, and I think that's a mistake because I think it's all right to invoke popular culture when you directly address a film that's a lot better than the film you're making. I think mm. that shows it up a little bit. Mm, true, um, true. Because it's that scene isn't well directed. It's probably a copy from a frame in the comic. Yeah. It's very like formulaic and rubbish, and it's not very interesting. And that that's the only bit where I thought, oh, "Hang on, like this isn't this film isn't." Yeah, you yes. are just you are literally copying panels from a comic strip. Yeah, Francis Ford Coppola would have done something interesting with this, and you're making me think of that yeah. way yeah, yeah, yeah. by comparing no, yourself to enough. Apocalypse Now. You know, no, fair you know. enough. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's valid. Yeah. This isn't helicopters flying over the the mist. You know, all no. that brilliant landing in it. This is this yeah. is some stupid superhero scene, which might be the point again, but like it just doesn't make for a good. Film no, no. All I can, um, I guess, the only justification is what I said before, and he's just trying to throw a, a reference at you to give you a, a, a something to grab onto in the real world to reference yeah. directly. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. If it makes you think of a better film, that's never good. When that's a, it. like if it's yeah. if it's Burial Warhol on the street, fair enough. Yeah. But if it's yeah. an actual film, yeah. then no, you're, you're, you're See, too that, close to. You know. That might relegate this film into like a a lower division just because of this, right? 
I I I, I completely agree. I think so. Yeah, because it does. Mm. It it breaks the spell in a way for me. Yeah, yeah I know what you um, mean. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, so those are all... The str- I mean, the strands... It, it's coming together, basically, that there is... Somebody's trying to kill all the superheroes, and there's a hit on Vite, yeah. and all this sort of stuff, and they capture Rorschach, and... He's framed, um, isn't he, he, for another murder. He's framed for it, and he gets into into prison. Then you get his backstory then, and that's... In the comic, that's brilliant. That, that yeah. I don't think it's done very well here, when he's having a conversation with a psychiatrist and about no. his childhood and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and, and you do... You, you, I think you slip into Zack Snyder territory here, where you've got Raw Shark mm. as being a badass, mm. um, which is particularly bad if you know anything about like Alan Moore's relation with the, relationship with the comic. And his problem with it really is that people took the wrong lesson from Watchmen, yeah. mm. and May comics became lots of people like Raw Shark going around being a moody badass, mm. um, which it's obviously a lot more than that. Th- this is, yeah. um, but this whole section here is like Zack Snyder. I wonder if he misunderstands the yeah. whole point of it anyway, because yeah. it's like Rorschach being a badass and chopping off hands and like throwing fat at people's faces yeah. like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's cool to watch in a way because he's a cool character, but you know, you're bringing along all the other bits, the, the political stuff and the stuff yeah. about aging and nostalgia and time and all these mm. big themes. Yeah. And then you're also saying, but we've also got this, you know, I'm the director of 300. Here's some cool fighting. Yeah, here's some, you know what here's I mean? Some like cool, but yeah, like you say, yeah, some like doesn't mesh for me. Yeah, no, I, I know, know what you mean. Yeah, and I mean, no, I'm, I agree with this that. This is definitely yeah. the dip of the film. This is definitely where we're, you know, and I, I don't really like the bit when Silk Spectre and Night Owl get their costumes back on and then they go and save those people in the burning building. I don't think that looks very good. Again, the effects don't look great yeah. on that. I don't really see. Hmm. The, I don't. I get the point of it that they want to be heroes again and it's all linked to them having sex as well. But it doesn't, I don't know if it's needed. I didn't, I don't feel there's any more benefit from that scene in the film. Apart from you get some nudity, you know. Yeah. Mm. I'm guessing, Chris, and what he said about the rest of it as well, like it's the same as someone who's not read the comic, isn't it? Like, do you feel the same? Yeah, yeah. I I just think, I think everything you said was valid about it actually and like how it kind of, as because you have to take it as a movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it as there are issues with it because of that. Like I know there's some benefits that come with like copying the comic yeah. because, you know, some of the shots are fantastic, mm-hmm. you know, some of the framing and things like that, but it like it's got a lot of baggage as well mm. because of the comic yeah. book. And as you say, it's probably not super creative because they are just copying what it is mm. like verbatim, really. Yeah, from yeah. what I've heard. So yeah, mm. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, you've got you've you've got very very good storyboarding, basically. But it's mm, just he yeah, didn't yeah. make the storyboards; he didn't draw them or yes. like create yeah. them. He's just gone and got them. Like, which is the, like, yeah, which is, yeah, as you say, like if it was a true filmmaker, I don't know, I don't know, you'd sort of have to take that, but also move on with it, right? Mm. You'd have to. Put your own out. thing on it. Yeah. I mean, the most creative thing he did do with this, and I do think it's quite good, is he changed mm. the costume of Night Owl and Ozymandias. Mm. Um, and the Ozymandias costume is like a reference to um, Batman and Robin and the ridiculous oh, sort of okay. bulked up yeah. Schumacher costumes. Yeah. Which 
again, it's, it's cute, but mm. I don't. I think it's again missing the point about what mm. Ozymandias is in. Like it's put, like if that's the spin he's putting on it, mm. I'm perhaps glad he didn't put more of it in it. Yeah. You know, because it's fair enough. And you, like I don't mind. And I do think like Night Owl's comic uh, mm. costume in the comic is ridiculous. He's got these mm. huge like big plastic uh, mm. owl wings on his back, and they're absurd. <laughs> and like he does look better in this. Yeah, but. But that makes you think, well, if that's what he's bringing, mm. maybe it's mm. best he did yeah, <laughs> yeah. stay back. with. But the thing is, it's like, when you adapt a, a, a great work of fiction, so like mm. Dune, mm. you know, so David Lynch's Dune, which we've done, and then there's obviously the Villeneuve Dune coming. Because yeah. that is, they've obviously, in Dune, they've written how everyone looks, the costumes, the spaceships, it's all been written down for you to imagine in your head. But someone still yeah. in production design has to make that real. They have to take those words, not a picture, and make it real. And that is talent and insight and kind of creativity from all those departments in filmmaking. Mm. And there will be tons of departments to use. But literally, Zack Snyder just walks into the costume room and goes, see this costume, just make this, yeah. but make it real. Mm. And someone goes, well, actually, the trousers wouldn't fit like that. And they go, cool, we'll make them fit then. Like it... You are missing a step of the 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 creative process has been taken away from you, um, mm. and this is a great piece of like art, the original. So I don't want mm. him to put his own spin on it, but equally, it does yeah, lessen. It, it? As Chris, you know, Chris is right. You've got to take it as a film, and it is yeah. lessened by the fact it is lessened, as in its its achievement is lessened because it is mm. just a copy. So. Well, they followed so strictly this algorithm of creation of where they are using the source material and copying mm. it so much that, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, I'm not, it's not filmmaking really, is it? No. It's Don't you else. think it's unlike any other film though in that sense? I can't think of anything yeah. else. 300. That is... 300. Oh, I suppose, yeah. Because it was the same. Except the difference is with 300, he made it with Frank Miller, didn't he? Like, Frank wasn't Frank Miller credited or... I guess he's in, more involved than more. Sin City yeah. as well, the first Sin City film. Although I think that didn't that I've not read that. So that no. didn't copy as I mean, it I did copy elements, but yeah. it wasn't as yeah. It, Zack Snyder really is the person that just copies, like literally copies things, like it mm. yeah. for better or for worse. The thing is, it did work for a long time because you know you've got a, the you know the thought process was oh we'll spend a lot of money. There's already a pre-existing mm. audience for this, which will yeah. definitely go and see it. They'll understand it all. It doesn't really matter if no one else understands it because mm. we can get our money back on these guys. Which actually though worked against them, didn't it? Because it didn't it wasn't actually much of a success. No. And I think that's the problem is that a lot of people bounced off it because yeah. they thought, well, who's it for if not yeah. for these people who read the comic? And the thing that is mm. interesting about Watchmen is. For the fact that he didn't make any changes apart from one change, why? Why make the change that he does make? That's what's interesting. Um, isn't it? Yeah, let's get to it. Let's go through the rest of the story. So we've got all the characters there, um, and the big this big thing. Well, the one big thing I want to get to before that is the Doctor Manhattan storyline, basically. Mm. So he is he's aware there's a nuclear war coming. He mm. can't see his future because there's something happening in his future, which is a nice you know mm. setup like that. And there's this like sting thing where he's on TV and this journalist, we find out who's paid by Vite, explains to Dr. Manhattan about how everyone he's met has got cancer and he's dying from the cancer that Manhattan has caused. And Manhattan pulls a hissy fit and flies off to Mars <laughs> and starts building clocks, um, which is odd in itself. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then <laughs> it's just, just weird. So he's gone and we get the nice shot of uh, 
You know, when they show the watchman smile on the, on the <laughs> Yeah. That's terrible. Um, but, like, I don't know. Like, what do you... This, this is the bit where it's created. Don't you think if you, if you change what Manhattan does, mm. you make this film, you save the film in a way? Because this hour, once he goes, that's when we, get, that's when we left and with, Rorschach, with Night yeah. Owl and Silk Spectre. Yeah. Mm. So there's got to be a better way of doing... Of dealing with Manhattan, don't you think? Like, yeah. you could do more with him than just having vanished for a bit. I know he's got to vanish, and that's because he does it in the comic. But don't you think it really affects the film in a bad way? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Because you've lost. You've not even got the flashbacks at this point. That you? should just be like the, the end of the movie, right? That should be like like Superman disappearing. Yeah, we don't know where he's gone. And then yeah. the second is, movie is yeah. Oh, we find out where he's gone and what. What's happening? You're right, actually. Yeah, yeah. this is end of. Um, yeah, you're right. That's end of part one. You end. You have that amazing, yeah. like either he gets there and you start the film with that amazing, monta- like amazing backstory, yeah. or you end yeah, on that yeah. amazing backstory and then you're just like, what? Like you know, yeah, you're right. Mm. Yeah, this should have been the the, big, the stop and then they start again. Yeah, but mm. it's a shame that the clock doesn't look very good anymore as well, isn't it? Yeah. I thought the clock on Mars mm. no. looks really CG, which is a pity. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah, now some of the I think the effects are letting let it down a little bit. Why Mars? Why Mars? Mm. I don't know, really. I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. I don't think they would really explain it in the comic why he's gone to Mars. It's, it's just a bit mad, there, isn't it? Because it's like ah, it's all going wrong. I'm going to Mars. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like what? Yeah. Uh, before he comes back, there is one of the worst sex scenes I think in celluloid history which is <laughs> Night Owl and Silk Spectre boning in the uh, Night Owl to the sound of um, <laughs> what's his name uh, Leonard Cohen's name? Hallelujah Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah yeah, yeah. and even with them pressing the uh, flame oh, jets yeah. on the point of <laughs> yeah. orgasm yeah mm. it's funny though because the first sex scene with them where he basically suffers from premature ejaculation and is extremely embarrassed <laughs> is like you've gone from quite a realistic sex scene to like a ridiculous like oh look at yeah like oily bodies and like yeah like flame throwing and like it's kind of and then there's that weird dream sequence as well where they like yeah. unzip their is that in the yeah, comic yeah. I, I think it probably is but it's very cringe I didn't really like that like, I didn't like I was even I like I said this is why I was like a bit like oh how, how long are we in like oh how much because yeah. I knew the end but that, was I mean, that... coming but that sex scene isn't in the comic. That's Snyder because mm. in the in the comic, it's at the um, they have sex at the end in, in Vite's palace. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's really. So weird. this is all again. This is Snyder's. Yeah. Well, it's... he's thinking I'm going to copy the comic panel for panel, but what we're missing, it's a, yeah, it's weird sex. Is <laughs> a sex scene. Yeah. After some superheroing, um, yeah, it's a bit weird. It doesn't really work. Yeah, do you think that's like m- film execs or something? I don't know. I don't know. Possibly, I don't know. But then, like, having seen the rest of Zack Snyder's films, you could believe it was him, couldn't you, really? Like, yeah, it's probably. Very on-brand. Um, <laughs> yeah, so rushing towards the finale, where it's revealed that Veidt is responsible for everything, really. Yeah. Because Veidt's whole thing is that um, he... The, the world is on the brink of nuclear war. Everyone is armed to teeth. And he wants to end this by uniting the world um, around a disaster. So this is where it breaks, apart from the comic. In the comic... And in the Watchmen, uh, the mm. HBO series, mm. he 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 conjures this giant sort of squid monster mm. on New York, mm. drops it on New York, and mm. it's like it's an alien invasion. Mm. So the world mm. unites around an alien invasion, and that's brilliantly linked to the the comic within the comic, isn't it? 
Yes. Which is and yeah. it's brilliantly told in the TV show because it's like yeah. we're all seeing the aftermath of this thing. Mm. Yeah. Which we don't we slowly learn about this event. Yeah. And it is actually and they do show it in the TV show, don't they? They yeah, actually yeah. show yeah. the um it's it's really good because like it's at the end of like the first second episode and mm. she's out on a on a, like a, a freeway and mm. suddenly it starts raining these squids yeah, yeah. and and I haven't seen this film I was like oh my god they've actually done it they've actually gone for the real ending yeah. I was like yeah, shit yeah. this is brilliant it's such a good <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know- because yeah the ending in the film is that like um, he's he's tricked the world to think Doctor Manhattan is, is destroying he sets off like nukes all over the world isn't he's, he so um, the thing he's made is a sub quantum unified intrinsic field device which when you look at those letters downwards spells squid and in the bit oh when he beams God. it over to you know when Manhattan sends the machine over that basically you can yeah. see like the edge of the letters and it spells squid down to the right. but isn't it that his that machine copies Dr. Manhattan's power so it sets yeah. off what feel like nuclear explosions but there are traceable back to Manhattan as attacks from his energy <laughs> field or whatever yeah. so it's that dr manhattan has attacked all these cities in retaliation for a bad interview <laughs> like getting yeah, called out like... on about on an interview show like that's a bit weird that's where it doesn't work is that yeah. like you've got the whole history of manhattan saving the world you've mm. then got the after the keen act you've got him working for the government so the government yeah. know he's a good guy yeah Mm. And then you've got, as you say, this one interview where he's dropped off to Mars and you meant yeah. to leave the whole world. And, and I've read there's two reasons. One is they wanted to have a green message. Did you read that? Oh, God. They, they changed it because they wanted the green <laughs> message of the fact we're destroying the world's resources and that... I didn't get that from well, it. Well, no. Um, not when yes, you use a made-up device as well. That doesn't like... Oh, I guess all the Vine yeah. stuff saying about we rely on gas and... Oh, God. Oh, that, yeah. That's terrible. Mm. But then he leaves it, as you say, with the fact that like Manhattan is a villain and he has to leave because he's a villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which, well, I don't know. What, what's the point? Like, I, I don't know. Okay, putting a squid, dropping a squid in New York is maybe a, a, a weird thing to show on screen. Yeah. But you could have done some other form of alien invasion, something like that, couldn't you? That would have. Maybe they were thinking of that for a sequel. Like, maybe. Maybe let's save something. I, don't I, know. I think it's, it's got to be. They just think it's too ridiculous to drop a squid on New York, mm. and that's what have changed it. <laughs> Yeah, because um, it is ridiculous in the comic. It's ridiculous. It's a bit sort of you read. It's a bit sort of like yeah, you know, yeah. And why would they all go along with it? And like, yeah, no, it mm. is it is stupid. But no, it, it's not a great ending. I don't think. It's, no, yeah, and all it's done way, so well but, in the TV show though. How everything's like we're in a real world. Like everything's so gritty, and mm. you buy everything, and then they're all referring to this thing that happens, and it yeah. is mental. And I think it it just works. It's great. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, now that says a really good job of like of, of justifying it in a world. You're right of like doing a mm. better job because I mean the, the comic didn't need to because the comic ends with that and then uh, what's his name Manhattan fucks off and it ends basically mm. the comic. So he didn't need to do that, but you're right. He does a much better job of it. Also, like you said, you kind of you go into this end sequence and there's like you know Rock Shark that they all turn up and then they go to the se- the Ozymandias' secret base and he's got this cat weird Egyptian cat yeah. thing that's never explained why he's got that and then there's mm. a fight and then there's another fight and then they kill Dr. Manhattan but then Dr. Manhattan remanifests himself and it, then you're right it just starts to feel like every other comic film and it's a bit apart from the bit when uh, Veidt's like oh well, I've already done it I'm just telling you my plan I wouldn't have told you if I was going to like I won't tell you and then do yeah. it and the, and the fact that Rorschach dies which is quite shocking I think 
Like, I don't mm. think you... It's ruined by the raw shark blood patterns. Oh, I quite like snow, that. Though. I hate that. Oh, I quite <laughs> like that. Um, <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah. But yeah. Because that means as Dr. Van Hatton exploded him away to to make that happen, he thought, I'm going to explode yeah. you, so you leave the, the tattoo. Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So that's it like would do. That's, yeah. how, that's how you do it. And then, yeah, and then you're just in this silly kind of, oh, they're at Silk Spectre One's house having a, having dinner and they're all in love. And you're just a bit like, really? And like you say, that is the end of the comic, but you're just a bit like, really? This is the end of this film? Like, okay. I mean, look, the, the comic at least has a thing that they've not blamed Manhattan and he's gone away and because he, he's like saying, well, you know, you've kind of, you've, you've made the choice for humans here. Yeah. yeah. So what more can I do? I'm off. And he says like, he says something like, oh, you know, this isn't the end of the story. Mm. And Vite's like, what do you mean? And he just disappears. Because mm. he's like, you know, he's saying, well, you can you can manipulate and mould it as much as you want, but at the end of the day, they've still got free will. Yeah. Like, they're still going to do it. They're going to fuck it up again, yeah. basically, is mm. the implication, isn't you, it? You know that um, he says, oh, I might create life of my own? Yeah. I read that there are a, quite a few theories or, or popular theories that the entire DC universe, as it stands mm. now, is the creation of Dr. Manhattan. At the end they, of this, basically. Didn't DC start addressing that in... Didn't they do a DC rebirth Maybe. line or something like that? Maybe. And, the the um, time... I know that, like... One? Time quake, whatever. Time crisis? Yes. Yeah, crisis on no, infinite earths. No, it's... I think it's called Rebirth. Yeah, maybe. There is, there is a comic book sequel to this called Doomsday Clock, and it's got mm. Superman in it. I've not read it. No, I mean, it's got no. good reviews, but I don't, I'm not really interested no. in the Watchmen sequel, to no. be But yeah, Superman is in that, oh. which kind of defeats the whole purpose of the bloody thing, really. No. Especially as Superman is in... He's in Watchmen yeah, as, a, like, yes. a, a fictional creation. Yeah, and, and also, wasn't the whole reason that he wrote Watchmen because he wanted to write it about the real heroes, and they wouldn't give him the right, so he wrote it about made-up heroes in a made-up... Universe. Well, it wasn't Superman. He, they, it was. I wrote it down the name. Uh, Carlton Comics was a line that DC bought and had these old heroes in it. They weren't called Minutemen, something like Minutemen. Mm-hmm. So they were all like, unknown heroes, and he had the idea of bringing those people back as that. And they said, "No, we won't let you bring these yeah. ob- obscure ones back in this way." So he made his own line of them. But, mm-hmm. um, but like you say, they're all um, they're all riffs on Batman, Superman. They've all got their elements of those. yeah. That's why you can't bring Superman into it because yeah. it's the whole the whole point of it is like it's it is the in a way it's the end point of superhero com- of comics he's like deconstructs it to the point of going here's your archetypes yeah. here's how they would be it's in the same way that Dark Knight Returns does with Batman yeah. he's saying this is what they would really be like yeah. where do you go from here well you can't yeah, go anywhere else can't. this is the end you, know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you can't say okay and now here's Superman to come and fight Doctor Manhattan it's like no you've got what are you doing yeah, no, no. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> anyway so that's the end of the film and uh, we get a terrible is it My Chemical Romance there's some awful oh, song over there yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that dates it. Yeah, it does date it, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so let's have some final thoughts round the table. So uh, let's go to Alex first. You saw it recently. Mm. First question for you, actually: Is it better or worse without um, the, the Black Freighter stuff? In it? I think it's better without the Black Freighter stuff because I think because what you get the Black Freighter stuff, and then you also get the character of the news stand guy and the guy yeah, and, the, yeah. and the boy who keeps buying the comics yeah, and you see yeah. them at the very end like embrace and die and so they're interesting little characters but i think it in the comic they explain more about who the writer of the black freighter is and the whole legend behind the creator of it and how he disappeared and he went to build yeah. these really realistic mm. models and like you say that pays off in this brilliant way about the giant squid at the end which they obviously don't do here it, i mean when you watch it with the big 
black freighter stuff, it does give you this weird break from the film. So it kind is of it cut up throughout. It just comes it's in, yeah. It, it, so every so often, there's lots of little bits. It's not not been no, no, no. It's, it's no, it's it's every so often right, you'll okay. just go back to it. It makes sense in that, like, say, I can't remember where they are, but like, say, it would be after the uh, they go for dinner, Silk Spectre and Night Owl, and then you'd see the street and you'd see the news vendor, and, walks past and he'd be like, oh, a new issue's out, and then it cuts into the comic at that point, and they are completely <laughs> animated, so it is. It does yeah. make the. F- I've seen them. They, they released them, didn't they? Like not long after the film. So I yeah, it might be on. Yeah, as, as one big yeah. thing. Yeah. It does break the film up, as in it makes the film a bit more like in chunks. Uh, but mm. yeah, three hours and a half is it's, it's too long. <laughs> it's a bit much. And also, it doesn't make. I think you know. I think at that point, you are like, I'll just read the comic because I'll get more. Yeah. So no, I'd, I'd say you don't. But so, need so it. this version, Alex. What's your, what's your feeling on this version of? of I do really like it. I do think it's really good. I think it is the film that the comic deserves, and I mm. kind of hope that anyone who watches this film goes and reads the comic and sees how much mm. better the comic is. Um, yeah. And I'm glad it sounds like the TV show was really interesting, and they did a good job from that. Um, but I think Chris made the excellent point. We've got to see this as a film. And as much as I am lauding uh, Zack Snyder for copying a comic, can I really say that he is a great artist for just copying a comic? Like, I don't know how high we can rate this film when he literally had a blueprint there that, you know, we could probably all have followed that blueprint reasonably well and made a competent film. But at the same time, it is fun to watch the comic book brought to life. Yeah, yeah. and I I think the the cast are good and I think it's well done. And yeah, it's annoying about the changes, but I kind of see what they're doing. And yeah, there are some amazing moments still. There's still some bits in it. Like say yeah. that Dr. Manhattan bit, I was like, I watched it and I was, I almost paused the film and then watched that again. Cause I was like, I just <laughs> like, that is such a brilliant sequence. I just think it's such yeah. great filmmaking. So yeah. Mm. So it's a mixed bag. <laughs> Chris, what's your final thoughts? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did enjoy it. And I, and I think I can see why it like polarizes a lot of. I think it polarized the critics quite a lot, didn't it? Because mm. it's kind of you got a whole comic book entanglements and people who love comic books. And I've never been into comic books too much, but I did like how it was like quite a cerebral take on um, superhero. Mm. I don't really like superhero films. Um, I think if pushed though. I don't think it's as good as a TV show because I just think the TV show is quite an adult take on hmm. an even yeah. more up-to-date telling of things. In I think you know these TV shows are just like come on leaps and bounds in terms of what how hmm. good they are. Like, yeah. Just yeah. Incredible. And what they can show and what they can yeah. talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where this is again of its time already. Yeah. I think. Yes. And, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's very compelling. I mean, I do. I was like pulled along. I was, yeah. And is I mean, there's some real fantastical things to see in this. It's, yeah. It's um, yeah. It is really good. Hmm. Um, I'm just trying to think where I'd rank it though. Well, um, I think I am. It's very tough because it is Watchmen, isn't it? Like it is. Mm. It's cool. It's just Watchmen, and Watchmen mm. is really, really good. Mm. But it is just Watchmen, yeah. and the bits that aren't Watchmen aren't very good. And it's the thing is, it is it is so long. As you say, Alex, you might as well go and read the comic mm. because 
You could probably read the comic in what, like four or five hours? Yeah. It's not that long. No, it's no, not, no, no. You know, um, it, so, so then you think, well, what's the point? Because, uh, like, I know I'm watching an inferior version of a thing that's a lot better somewhere else. <laughs> so it's kind of hard. Um, I always think that, like, the thing that he loses in the, the thing with the comics is a lot of what makes comics so good is. Um, is the structure of it on the page of how it's laid out and how it's made yeah. mm. is so good, and it and it and it that's the story works around that, yeah. and it's it's shorn of all that. Like it, it is the visuals are there. It's like it it is Watchmen in craft, I suppose, mm. but in form and in stuff. It's like it's like someone has got a, got the comic up to your eye close, mm. and you're looking mm. at each panel mm. very slowly like yeah. that, you know. Mm. And, and even like maybe the dialogue must be very separate. frustrating mm. to people who really knew the comic because it's kind of like, yeah, I just I know this. I don't know. It was when I remember seeing it the first time in cinema. It was, it was just, it was amazing to see it so yeah. like you think of it. That's that's the initial thing you take from it. It's yeah. like, oh my god, they have made Watchmen yeah. into a film. Right, at the time, yeah. it was like you know big budget and it looked good mm. and it sounded. I remember the thing I always remember from the cinema is you know at the end when Big Manhattan comes through the thing. Yeah. Remember the voice on that was so loud and impressive. It was really mm. good. Um, so yeah, it's weird, but I don't know. As for a film, like it's. I don't know. I don't know if I'd watch it. I mean, I have watched it quite a lot, I know, but it's just, it's so long. Yeah. And, but, but also it's still, the thing it still does, it can't help but do is Watchmen makes me think. And I love the fact that like, I come away from it thinking about all the themes mm-hmm. and stuff and they're all there other than the very bit at the end, all the themes there yeah. about, like I said, the nostalgia and the, the effect of time on him and, and good versus even all these ideas. So mm-hmm. it has got all that, hasn't it? Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. oh, it's such a weird, it's such a weird thing. It's such a weird, weird thing. Um, well, I'm going to so say, yeah. in terms of ranking, I'm going to say that Avengers is at number 79. And Ooh. I think definitely is, I think it's better than the Avengers. So, well, I, think, I think a lot better than that. So I definitely think we're looking above that as just as a touch point of another superhero film we have. What's like it though? There's not, you know, it's... I think it's probably better than Austin Powers as well, which is at 68. Well, that's a statement. Uh, <laughs> I think it's top 50 at least. Um, I don't know. It's it's so it's so complicated. <laughs> it's so uh, I mean, Avatar's 47. It kind of... It, Avatar is a, an important film that is flawed. Uh, Maybe Watchmen is kind of around that area. Do you know what I mean? Like, or do you think... You know, what do you think? Is it better than Avatar? Well, I think I mean, Avatar yeah. should be a lot higher anyway, so... Uh, I think I think it's a much better film than Avatar, but I also think, but again, with the caveat, because it's not a film, you know. Yeah. It's, um, um. Because also, like, I mean, it, it, there is a lot of things in the comic, but you also got there's an overreliance on slow motion. That yeah. isn't a pain. Yes, yeah. There's too much of that. There's too many songs in it. I don't like all the songs that no. really, all the cuts away to like you know non diegetic non non diegetic stuff. Um, I think that. That he really does stuff up the ending. I think that mm. he's made a bad ending worse. Mm. Yeah, and I don't think all the acting's great. Yes, yeah, so maybe it isn't higher than Avatar. So below like, Avatar, then. Is... How about Muppets from Space? Eh, that's sitting at fifty-one. <laughs> that's why I always He's got a lot to answer for for uh, Suicide Squad. Yes, it? definitely. Yes, I mean a lot mm. of films came along and copied this. Ironically, they didn't get the what the a lot of films came and copied this film. They didn't get the idea that you just copy a comic, and that's where the 
that's where it works. Yeah. You don't just copy this film in, in like you say, in the yeah, darkness yeah. or the violence or the slow mo. You or just go and find the source material videos. if you want to convert a comic. Like, mm. but 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 also you can, like I mean, like Nolan's Batman is like very based on the idea of Batman from like the post Dark Knight Returns, yeah, you know, graphic novel stuff like Killing Joke, things like that. Um, but he made his own version of it. Yeah. and It was competently done, so you can do it. And like I hope. I don't not, not Nocho, but the Batman mm. looks like it might be doing something like that. You know, I mean, I, I would really love someone to make Dark Knight Returns, like just yeah. go and make that. Yeah, because that's the other comic like this, which mm. for me is like so incredibly like you know deconstructed yeah. of the genre. Like someone needs to go and do that. But I don't know. I mean, they made a comic, made a film, didn't they? An animated film of it, but it's not. Yeah, then the same. Mm. Mm. Um, so I don't know what we're saying. Fifty then? Fifty? Forty-nine? Fifty? Forty-eight? Maybe one but Avatar is the right place for it, really. Yeah. Because so like, they're both they're they're both films that that some aspects of it are spot on. Yeah. And some are really. I'm happy with that, Chris. Slacking. Yes. One below Avatar. Brill. Happy with that. Well, I'm glad we got to watch it because yeah. uh, I still do really like it, and it's, it's entertainment. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's one of those things I could just talk about Watchmen for like <laughs> the rest of all time, just going on and on and on. Really? And on, but I won't. Well, that yeah. was your birthday film, Sam, but there's another birthday coming up really soon. There is. Well, in between it, there's Time Cop. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which you need to come up with a link for, Alex, so why are you watching that film? Uh, well, but, uh, uh, we were, well, my reason for suggesting Time Cop was because people keep writing reviews about Tenant and going, oh, it's just a, like, it's just a like, fancy, <laughs> fancy, fancy Time Cop. Uh, and really okay. snarky, like, oh, it's just Time Cop. But like, you know. Well, that, that's a Yeah, and that's my kind of, I just wanted to, I haven't seen Time Cop for a really long time. I fancied it. Uh, we haven't done okay. Van Damme. Uh, so yeah, but I'm sure there's a better link between this and I can't think of it. I'm sure I'm sure someone in this has been in a Jean Claude Van Damme film. This is the level of no, these no. actors. Come on now. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm not being rude. Um, yeah. <laughs> cool. And the week after that, then it is Chris's birthday, mm. which means he gets to pick a film. Have you got a film for us, Chris? Can I be boring and just ask for the next Star Trek film? Oh, <laughs> we haven't done. That's, that's yeah, that's fine. Good first contact is <gasps> yeah. Oh, exciting! Oh, that is mm. good. Wow, back. This, I know something about the rewatching this that's going to be weird. Oh. I won't say yet. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So that's cool. First contact. Good. Talk about that's, oh, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah, it's been about six months since the last one, so that's fair enough. Yeah. 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 I'll hit. So that's next week time. Co- I'll hit my connection and up and try and, and get us a Trek right. quiz. Oh yes, please do. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. oh yeah. I want yeah, yeah they like them geeky ones yeah. you did before. You like the things those. about the uh, how how many floors the certain ships yeah, have. Yeah. yeah, decks, mate. Decks. Have decks. you seen the um, Discovery <laughs> season three trailer, Chris? Yeah, I have. Yeah, looks a bit better than two. I think I'm glad they're going back to a bit more. It looks crazy. still still enjoying lower decks, Chris. Yeah, I am actually. I think it's getting better actually. Yeah. yeah, Sam, have you watched it or are you just not watching it? I've watched that first one. Oh, I'm not okay. watching any more of it. It's not. It's not yeah. for me. I, I mean, if you did that to me. TNG, you'd never have seen any of TNG because the first one's not that good. Yeah, the first series is crap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't a, a cartoon. Like, uh, sorry, it's just not for me. Um, anyway, I thought we. Were, yeah, yeah. We'll get into that probably on the first contact one. Yeah. So that's that's what's coming up. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, we are at sci-fi rating 
on all the social medias. You can buy a t-shirt from us. We've got a merch page. That's a sciencefictionrightsystem.com. There's a link in the podcast as well. English store coming soon. Oh, good. Yeah, I was yeah. going to ask um, you about that. Yeah. Yeah, I've got some time now to have a look at that. But the posted and packaging is... What did you say before? What's this? Um, prohibitively uh, expensive. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wait for Which the English is, store. So, uh, Unless you live in America, wait for the yeah. English store to open. Oh, you've got loads of money. Yeah, all you're just a really big fan. Yeah. They keep sending me emails saying, like, $4 off a t shirt. I'm like, yeah, but you're still charging $45 <laughs> in shipping. It doesn't really help, does it? It's um, like. Yeah. Send them a picture yeah. of those pants I made and go. Look, we've moved on. Look, this is what we're. This yeah. is where we're at now. The leggings. The yeah. leggings. Yeah. This is what we're on. Yes. Yeah, so more more merch coming soon. Um, <laughs> check us out on Sci Fi Rating. Get us some emails in. Tell us what to watch. We'll be back next week with Time Cop, and that's it. I'll say goodbye. 